I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lessons Episodes of Success Story, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. These Lessons episodes will be shorter conversations with past guests, valued members of the Success Story community, and myself. They'll be focused on teaching you actionable, insightful takeaways that you can use to upskill your personal and professional life. Let's talk about franchising. Let's talk about franchising as a model because I've never spoken to anybody on this show that has franchised anything, actually. It's probably a detriment to the show, but it's a huge opportunity for entrepreneurs and for business owners. So why did you decide to do this? You didn't scale 1-800-GOT-JUNK through a franchise model, correct? It was just a pure, or did you? No, no, I I did. I I, So I grew the Rubbish Boys, which became 1-800-GOT-JUNK for eight years to a million and then i started to look at franchising it took me 10 years to get to the point where i had something that i could franchise and for me franchising was how do you like mcdonald's how do you have these cookie cutter type systems and processes that others can follow it's a playbook and i chose it because i'd always been in love with what ray Kroc, the the one who popularized the mcdonald's brand how he built a business where people had skin in the game. This was their business. He just gave them a playbook and a recipe and then the coaching and support to really grow. And we did that with 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Once we franchised the business, we went from uh, $2 million to $100 million in six years. And it was just hyper growth for us. And we've done the same thing with Shack Shine and Wow One Day Painting. We've done it a lot faster because now we have the proven recipe for how to franchise an organization. But I chose it because I wanted people to be owners. I wanted them to think and act like owners. I wanted them to be owners. And I wanted us to build something we were really proud of together. Every CEO 
will always say, oh, I want the employees to feel empowered and to feel like owners, but it doesn't really ever happen, candidly, unless they have equity or they're on the cap table, they have a little bit of the company because it's hard for anybody to be as passionate about the company as the CEO or the founder or the owner is. So mm -hmm. the franchise model solves for this, but how do you do the franchise model correctly? What's the, what's the thing that allows you to maintain the quality of the organization amongst all these smaller uh, owners? Yeah, back, back to the hat again, it's all about people. So as franchise owners, it really is finding the right people and making sure that they are empowered to uh, grow a great business with us. We use the word franchise partners. Um, mm. One of the earliest things I did was change the word from franchisee to franchise partner because I, I felt we depend on their success, they depend on us, and this is a partnership. So we would often over the years get a franchise owner who says, we're your customer. And I'd say, no, we're each other's partners. If you don't succeed, if I don't succeed, we have to work together to make magic happen. Franchising is interesting because it's not for everybody. I would never have become a franchise owner, or I don't think I would have. But you take Paul Guy, who's our first franchise partner who started in Toronto. He, he actually worked for our operation in Vancouver, drove a truck across the country to Toronto and started the first franchise. It took me eight years to get to a million in revenue, which is slow. It took him one year to get to a million in revenue because he had a proven recipe. And today he's got a hundred million in revenue across his franchises. Now, what I found interesting about franchising is very similar to sports. Um, I've had conversations recently with Shaquille O'Neal who spoke at our uh, conference and he and I have kept in touch. And here's a guy who doesn't need to build the race car, he just wants to drive the race car, right? Mm. You look at him with sports, um, he's the franchise king. He's got about a half a billion in wealth through franchises that he owns. And I asked him, why did he get into franchising? He said, it's just like, it's just like sports. He goes, I know how to build a winning team. I know how to lead someone to a championship. I find the right people. I plug them into a brand and off they grow. I don't need to invent the systems and the brand but I know how to grow it with the right people. And that's where franchising, back to Paul Guy, our first franchise owner, he understood that his leverage was use a playbook that's already in place and crank it up quicker than I ever did. And when you, when you deploy a franchise, what are the things that you want to teach over to the owner versus what, what part do you want to let them run with on their own? Is there any benefit to any portions of the business, them having creativity in the execution or the deployment? Yeah, so we say to our franchise owners, take the first year just to follow the recipe. If you have better ways to do things that you discover, make notes of those and after the first year, let's talk. Our best ideas absolutely come from the system. Think McDonald's, uh, mm -hmm. the Big Mac, the Ronald McDonald, you know, these things came out of franchise partners' heads. We know that our best and brightest ideas come from our franchise ownership. And so we tap into those. And it, everyone benefits when there's a winning idea, but we don't want them in the beginning. Uh, we want people to follow the recipe and, and understand some of its faults. Our systems are never perfect because things are dynamic and they change but it's taking the best practices, understanding them, and then layering on top. So if you think of a pilot, a very checklist-oriented job where you just don't want to risk anything. You don't want someone being innovative in, hey, maybe we do this differently and actually testing it on the fly. 
you want someone to have the patience and discipline to go, here's something we should consider. Let's talk about this, but let's not just try it right out of the get-go. How do you establish vision? Because people hear about vision, it's on some company's websites. Sometimes it's not really uh, adhered to or really understood by anybody outside of the copywriter for a few landing pages when they first spun up a site. So how do you actually build a vision that matters, that permeates the organization, that everybody can buy into and evangelize, and, and that's something that means something? Yeah, well, I'll start with the story, Scott, of how I discovered the power of vision. And I didn't know it at this very moment in time when I came up with this. But I was at my parents' summer cottage, a little shack on the water, and I was in a bit of a doom loop where my business was at a million dollars, but I thought, I don't know if I love what I'm doing. I don't know if I have the education, having dropped out of school. I don't know if I have the business idea that can be as big as something could possibly be. And so I said, okay, enough negativity. I pulled out a sheet of paper and I started to write what I could see in the future using my imagination and nothing but. And I said, we'll be in the top 30 metros in North America by the end of 2003, which was five years out. I said, we'd be on the Oprah Winfrey show. We'd be the FedEx of junk removal. And I envisioned what this could look like. I took the picture from my mind, put it into words, and then I started to share this with others. And I got it invigorated me. It got me focused and excited on something I could see. But I shared it with people. And one of two things happened with the group that I shared it with in my company. Half the people-ish said, Brian, you're smoking some hope dope. Like, you are not going to be on Oprah. You are not going to be in 30 cities. Like, give it a break. The other group said, wow, I don't know how we're going to get there, but this is compelling and I want to be a part. So... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.